You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacia Finley. Well, happy Monday. I feel like there was something I was going to bring up about today. Was there something special about today? What is today? There's nothing special about today. Not that I could think of. September 20th, Monday. There's there's nothing weird. Hmm. I don't know what was going through my head. It doesn't matter. A weird, I mean, a, a weird dream state snuck in there. It's like, was this real? Is it deja vu? Did perhaps. I have something? Who knows? I, I, yeah. I really don't know. I mean, I've got other things to talk about, but I've, it was like this nagging feeling. It was like, hey, don't forget to bring this up. And I don't, I don't And then you did. And I did. I forgot. I don't remember yeah. what it was. It doesn't matter. be like me. Just write it down or set an alarm on your phone. Yeah. I can't be bothered to make my brain do anything on its own anymore. Well. It doesn't work. In any case, let's get... Let's get to the things I did want to bring up. Uh, yeah. First things first, just a little promo to fellow show uh, that we've mm-hmm. talked about in the past. Podcaster Symbol is coming back. Yes. You know, I saw that. They're coming back, I think, uh, October 1st. Oh, no. I think. That sounds about right for the, for the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. I had debated on submitting entries. Uh-huh. But I did. <laughs> that's why. Oh, uh, look at you. That's, yeah. That's why I'm bringing it up because uh whenever they come back around, uh, I probably they're they're doing uh the first two movies, the remake, uh Afterlife whenever it comes out and then they're doing mm-hmm. two bonus episodes, one about the video game, which obviously we should talk about and I recently yeah. played. Oh, good for you. And I would have to visit back. It's been well, it's basically a yeah. carbon copy of the movie, but still. <laughs> but it was it was one of those things that like I didn't do it for the show. It was just it was on sale, and I was like, you know what, I kind of want to play this again. You know why not? Right. You know, yeah. So I threw in my two cents on that, and then they're talking about the animated series, which I really don't have a lot of connection. No. Like I remember watching it as a kid. But not like religiously. Like there were some Saturday morning cartoons. Just like I have, I'm watching this today. It is that time. Yes. And well, you had to. Yeah. So you didn't just get to DVR it. Did you? <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so I'm about to go off on a, a little bit because <laughs> we do often go off on little tangents here. That's our specialty. Right. <laughs> Did you ever have? A conflict of interest on Saturday morning cartoons. Like, here's one show that you always watch, but then there was this other show you really wanted to watch, and they were coming on at the same time on two different networks. You were like, what do I do? I can remember it with other things. I feel like Saturday morning cartoons, it was pretty easy to sit me down in front of, like, Looney Tunes, and I was happy as could be. Mm-hmm. You know, like, seven or eight in the morning, just sat me down there so they could still sleep or do whatever. And I mm-hmm, pretty pictures moving in front of my face. <laughs> Like, I remember 
Not often, but there would be times, certain times during a few years, because, you know, they either, some Saturday morning cartoons would come back, others would just kind of shuffle out and be like, oh, Mm -hmm. you know, where's that? Right. I really liked. But there were times where some shows would run an hour, you know, like I think the Smurfs ran an hour, which I really didn't watch a lot of. Garfield and Friends ran about an hour, which I did watch. Uh, Looney Tunes also did like an hour block. And it was like right there when the ones would do an hour that there would always be something on another network. It's like, man, I kind of want to watch that, but I'm watching this. Yeah, the decision had to be made. Yeah. So luckily, since they were running an hour, it was like, all right, well, I I already spent 30 minutes here. I can move on, you know, I guess to this other thing, even though I'm kind of enjoying what I'm watching now. But all the media. These, these hard decisions we as kids had to make. You know, what Saturday morning cartoons are we going to watch? I know. And, and what you ab- only had the one chance. And what about, what about those, those shows that they would air first thing at like 6 a.m. in the morning? It's like, damn it, I really want to watch that. Like, I'm almost positive. I could be wrong about this, but I'm almost positive they did that with a Super Mario animated series. One of them. Not... I can't remember which. I feel like it was... That might have been earlier than even Child Lacio wanted to get up for anything. So I may not know this. I was pretty good at sleeping. Like, I remember when they did Captain N and then Super Mario Brothers 3. That came on around 8-ish. So I was awake for that. But I feel like there was a Super Mario World cartoon that they aired early in the morning. And I never saw it because it was... I was like, I'm not waking up at 6 a.m. Right, like it's you only get a few days a week mm-hmm. as a child that you get to sleep in. Really, you got to go to school. I just assume where you live probably had to go to church on Sunday, so like Saturday's your one day. Yeah, I don't know if your family made you. That's well, just a horrible they, stereotype. No, of no, being no. In the South, I just assume you all go to church on Sundays. <laughs> uh, from age ten to sixteen, <laughs> yeah. there was that, and mm-hmm. sixteen was pushing it. Like I had to get a job, but there was also a girl. That oh, I was sweet the conflict, on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's still a regret of mine. Aw. <laughs> she was. Church or. No, no, no. I mean, I may have told this story here once before, but every time I think about it, like, again, I. Nothing may have come of it. We could have been so incompatible. It's ridiculous. But she mm. was gorgeous and she had the brightest blue eyes I'd ever seen on a woman. And uh-huh. that was like one of those things that just drew me in. It was like hypnotic. Right. Furthermore, she was older than I was. Like, not by Ooh. a lot. But I knew she was at least, you know, here I am, uh, what, sophomore, junior in, co- or in high, I was about to say college, in high school. <laughs> in high school. And she was at least a few years well, ahead, that's if like not in college. Tw- you know, that's like 20 years and teenage years, right, sure. apart mm-hmm. for, like, men and women, right? Mm-hmm. But she Nailed was it. always there, and, you know, that's that was one of the main driving forces of going. It's like, I wanted to see her. I wanted to hang out with her. And I actually actively would talk to her, unlike some other things that I wouldn't do, or at least mm-hmm. not even not today. But I was just trying to get her to notice me, and I really think she did. There were signs, like, when I look back and I was like, holy crap, she was into me. And I, why didn't uh-huh. I just ask her out, you know? And she Super probably brain. was asking the same thing. Why isn't he asking me out? I'm clearly mm-hmm. sending signals. And I just, I, in my 
primitive monkey brain, I'm sitting there thinking, she doesn't want me. She's too beautiful. And, and she's, as we do as teenagers. Yeah. yeah. She, there's, there's no, I didn't want the rejection, you know? That's what I was afraid of. Asking her out and her be like, ah, nah. Right. And maybe maybe I was misreading that. Maybe she wasn't into me. But I, I, I feel like when I look back on certain elements, it was there. I, like, I can yeah. see it. It's like, why would she have done that if she wasn't into me? Like, she was trying to say, hey. What's up? What's up? Hi. Yeah. What you doing after this? Yeah. Okay. But, again, okay. I'm, I'm an idiot. Nah. Just, uh, aren't we supposed to say it was just fated to be, you know, how everything ended up now or something? I don't know. I suppose. If you're into that sort of thing. <coughs> like, there, fate. there were times I had thought about looking her up, you know, when I was single. Mm-hmm. But, uh... You'd think people were easier to find on social media. These days, right? Well, if she changed her name or I don't know. I've lost some people that way where I was like, dang, it just seemed like they blipped off the face of the earth. Right. Yeah. But I just hope they're okay, I guess, is all I could do because I'm not going to sleuth any harder than that. But see, the other the other part of it uh, in the back of my head that I'm kind of grateful for, I guess, maybe slightly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, I don't know anything about her now, what she's like what her life is like but back in my head i kind of feel like mm, there would be this um jesus freak thing not to say she was like hyper religious or anything like that but uh, something tells me that there might our... be a conflict of interest between you two that might cause oh, yeah. some trouble oh yeah there would be a conflict now for sure yeah where yeah. i would be uh had we dated would i be well who knows where she is too could be in the same place who knows we could what about this forever yeah. what if what buddy? ifs by yeah. the way what about that show <laughs> right there's so what many great it? questions what if there really is but hey yeah uh we got off on a tangent ghostbusters uh podcasters yes. oh Assemble. yes that is what <laughs> we were talking about isn't it yes ghostbusters if you are a podcaster um and i know i know for a fact that twitter we got a lot of Twitter followers this week, mainly because we've got some wonderful people. Let me let me go ahead and shout out. We already talk about Zach Deuce because he is a or Zach Derby. Just lovely. Zach Deuce is his Twitter handle, if you don't know, because he talked about it here. But he's mm-hmm. he's such a great um, promoter of not just our pod but so many other pods, and we love yeah. him for it. We appreciate it. Uh, but also the Neat Cast, those guys over there, they've been they've been putting us in their little follow Fridays, trying to get other people. And we've been getting, you know, people to follow. And again, I'm I'm trying to actively do that the same way, uh, following. Mm-hmm. And also, if you happen to see me, have you heard of these things called, um, what do they do on Twitter now? Are these little rooms where you can speak and, and listen to... Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, there's a... I can't remember what they're called. But people. Well, I remembered hearing about like some short form video thing, but it seemed to leave by the time I discovered it was a thing. So it was successful, clearly. Well, no, this is this is more like um, people can gather together in these little rooms. So like a chat room. Uh, Yeah, but but they also they seem like they have a a group. They seem like they have a purpose. Like people are getting together to talk about. I mean, it could be like uh, counseling, but. Not the ones I have bounced into have not been that. They've been talking about their journeys as podcasters and and okay. stuff like that. Anyway, I don't remember what they're called, 
but it's a thing on Twitter. So clearly I have no idea what you're talking about on Twitter. Okay. So I need to, I need to like, I don't know, get myself up to the 19th century, maybe even a little, but let's see. If I, if I see one come around again, I'll, uh, I'll poke yes, you and please, be like, Yes, please, because I have no idea what you're talking about on Twitter. <laughs> but it's, it's like a little room you can, you can request to, to speak, you know, if you've mm-hmm. got something to say or, or you can just listen, you know, like an audience member. Uh, Zach was doing one, I think, Friday, and I wanted, yeah. like, I, I can't remember the actual group he was talking with. The few, Some of the few ones that I've kind of popped into, I'm just listening, like, I'm not looking to speak at the mm-hmm. moment, and mainly because I'm at work. And, and that's what I wanted to point out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when I was in that room, there was a very small crowd. He called me out. <laughs> Oh, and no. like, he's like, ah, oh, Super Mega Crash is here. He's like, I'm not sure if that's Lace or Steven, but um, he's like, yeah, get them to talk. And I'm like, shit, I can't. I'm, I'm at work. I'm at work. And there's no and way I to. Probably was too. And there's no way to like text it. in the room to be like, can't speak work. Oh, it has to be voice chat. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there going, damn. And I don't want to just bounce out, but I had to because I was like, uh, they're going to think I'm so rude. So oh, if, no. if you, so another good reason to not call out lurkers. Yeah. So if you're, uh, <laughs> you just, <laughs> that was good. So if you were part of that group, uh, don't think us rude. Yes. Certain parts of the day we're actually. I'm just work. learning of this thing now. So. <laughs> yeah. So nine times out of ten, Super Mega Crash on Twitter is me. Uh, yes. But I, I wasn't being rude. I just I could I was not capable of speaking. Uh, I'm, if if I could, I would, but I, I was not. So I apologize if you, if you're one of those people. But it made it look like you were just scared and jetted out. Yeah, something. no, I, I could not speak; just was unable to. But yes. uh, if any of the Twitter Twitter followers, the new Twitter followers, are listening today, welcome, and and yes. uh, we hope you enjoy. And again, thank you for the to the neat cast, whoever over there. Maybe it's yes. a rotating group of people running their Twitter. Uh, we appreciate your little follow Fridays as well. So. Yes, it's very sweet. Good group over there, I tell you. Good group. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of great people. Good people. And you know, I wish I could be as uh, as great with the the whole. Hey, let's promote other people. And it's not that I don't want to. I just social media, man. It's it's one of those things. Well, I'm, clearly. Um, I don't know about it either anymore. I keep telling myself, I'm like, I should be better with it. And mm-hmm. I was at one point. And then, I don't know, man. Sometimes life is just so much happier when I'm not flipping through it. Yeah. So, like, even on the weekends, I may not even go on. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, even uh, just, we, we, I was trying to engage with people more because I was told, hey, if you want to help grow your podcast, do that. And I was trying. But, you mm-hmm. know the news and everything is just it gets overwhelming it's a lot and yeah trying to pick and choose and just trying to stay on top of it and i got other things going man like i if if we want this twitter thing to go i need like a social media manager i can't do that <laughs> along with everything else i'm doing I mean, that's a fair point. And then I, I always offered, I was like, oh, I'll do more tweeting stuff and then I'll do good for like a week or two and then I fall off because mm. I don't know. It's, it's, I guess I'm just not as interested in it. Yeah. And I guess I need to make myself be interested in it. We need we need someone who loves social media to do it. Right. You know, And like understands it and knows when there's chat rooms. Yeah. You know, unlike me who thought it was just... 240 characters. So here's here's a, a question that wasn't initially on my, my 
list of questions and things to talk about, but I did want to pose this and maybe uh, listeners can tell us whether or not they would be interested because I've been debating this around as a possibility. Would anybody, siblings, would you would you want a Discord maybe? Ooh. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I'm throwing it out there. If there's interest, I'll look at opening the door because mm-hmm. truth be told... I've had a, a Discord <laughs> for some time, like an actual room. Of, oh, yeah? A space, a Discord space. And I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm using this for. Like, I don't, I've got it. It's here. Yeah. It exists. But um, I don't I don't know what to do with it. And sure. I've, I've debated on, on things like, hell, I can make emojis out of our little avatar faces and stuff like that, which would <gasps> yeah, be cool. Yeah, you can. But if no one's going to be there, then... yeah. After we just get done talking about how I won't even go on Twitter. But like, hey, you want to start a new Discord? I don't know. It just. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, because I'm I'm curious because we could we might be able to meet some uh, awesome siblings out there. We don't even know we have. Right. True. True. So. And then give them that direct line on things they don't like. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) So we'll, we'll discuss it. If. If we get enough interest, uh, maybe I'll post a link on our website because we got a website. Let's talk about yes. that real quick. Yes. Yeah, because I got. I mean, it's it's been working for maybe a week or two now, or like I've officially mm-hmm. posted it, and I haven't really promoted it a lot because yeah. I've been trying to work on certain things. But pencilpaperproductions.com, link below. Anything you want to find of. Whether it be this podcast, the animated series, Cinema Salsa, uh, Man Cave, it's all there. That's my my whole goal yeah. is to have this website contain everything. Because I'm even thinking about removing certain things that I have on Facebook, off of Facebook. Uh, I'm actually working actively right now to move all of my artwork onto the website. And... I have a Facebook page for that. I've removed or I've taken all that there. I'm looking for old um, notebooks, like one of my oldest. I can't find, mm. which I don't know where it is. Yeah, which bothers me because I, I've been looking at the art on that where I had scanned it, and the scans were really faded and hard to see. So I thought mm. about doing actual pictures. Uh, to where they would be in color and, and probably higher definition. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm I'm working on that as kind of like a, you know, last ditch thing. And I'm trying to figure out how to organize that because I realize there's a lot. Yeah. You know, I was just going to stick it all on one page and then I was like, nah, this isn't going to work. This is, this is uh, going to be way too much. Not very scroll friendly, right? Keep going. And even, even trying to find the right balance of size felt difficult because the, the layout options that I have, some just look too small. And I don't want them, like if you can't click on it to enlarge it, then you're just sitting there going like this. Right. And I'm squinting, by the way. I know you yes. people can all see that. <laughs> I saw it clearly. And it just, like, I, I want it to seem, like, I want you to be able to see it. I don't want you to have to sit there and That's be like, fair. well, that looks like a yeah. thumbnail. I want you to be able to see it. So if it's, like, gigantic on your screen, well, then there you go. You're getting to right. see it. But it's just trying to find this balance of 
how to organize it. Like w one of the other things that I did, and here's here's another fun fact for all you people. This is yet another skill set that I'm learning on my own. Uh, I'm yeah. not a web designer, but I'm doing my damnedest to build this without having to go to someone. Yeah. And and not to say that I don't know anybody, but I don't know what they're doing. I don't want to mm -hmm. bother them or, or, you know. And sometimes you just want to learn a thing on your own. So yeah. you don't have to depend on anybody if you need a change or an adjustment or something. And made. that has been my goal throughout this entire thing. And it's exhausting. Anyway. Yes, uh, I'm sure you are. <laughs> but organizing... <laughs> Uh, every series that's had more than just two episodes was easy. Uh, our podcast, we've got them split up into, you know, four sections now. Mm -hmm. Uh, and like I said before, podcasts that have been like bonus episodes on this space are now, mm -hmm. they have been removed, uh, but they will be on these other platforms. So if you wanted to revisit them or look back on them, they will be there in due yeah. time. Uh, but it was like the the extra stuff, and I think that's where I'm getting I'm I'm having a little bit of fun because I was even looking through some of these things that I never posted, and I was trying to decide what I wanted to do with them at one point. Mm -hmm. Like if I when I did like uh, the 15 or the 15th anniversary remasters or, or whatever, damn yeah. That. Um, I had done like these commentaries where I was just talking about the stuff so people had a little bit of insight which I thought was fun if you wanted yeah. to you know or you don't have I know to a lot of people like the the behind the scenes stuff it's interesting yeah especially when it's something that's if you look at it and be like he went from this to this you know mm -hmm. and I mean 15 years is a long time and you can see this is where I started this is where I am there's a difference right you know why is that there's a reason. In fact, one of the very first things I ever did is posted in the area I'm uh, labeled the vault because I wasn't really sure where else to put it. Mm -hmm. But this was a short that I did back in 1998. Very first time I had my own camera. And you've always heard of these directors. They have home videos and they do all these yeah. weird things. That's my version of it. And the only problem is, is I wish I knew where the original copy was. Like, oh, because... Yeah. Not to say that this isn't the version that I kind of wanted to do initially. Mm -hmm. Like, it's practically the version of this short that I'd kind of always envisioned or always dreamed of. But there was a real cut of this where it was like me ad-libbing dialogue. There's a stereo playing music in the background. All the sound effects are in the background because that's all I had. And I was right? trying to make this thing work. And it's... I remember... <laughs> This is one of the main reasons I want... It's embarrassing, but I, I feel like I would embrace it now. The dialogue, I didn't write anything down. I was spitballing it off the top of my head. And I remember there was just ah. one bit in this dialogue where I just... I stumbled. Like, I, was, I had something I was saying, and I fumbled, and I was trying to keep... I was like, what? Huh? Hmm? And you could just hear it and be like, what happened? And I was like, I was trying to keep keep it keep the momentum going. I was trying to keep it keep it real, man. Yeah. And it's so it was so the past me was like, that's embarrassing. But today I I think back on it and was like, that is kind of funny. You know? <laughs> so I just I wish I could find it or a copy of it somewhere. Right. But the the the, the non edited version or the retake or the whatever. Yeah. yeah. So may, maybe, you know, fate will 
make it wind up back in my lap somewhere because I've still got a bunch of VHS tapes that exist and maybe it's sitting out there somewhere and I just yeah, don't realize it. Yeah, could just it. be mixed in, yeah. It's just getting them off the VHS tape. That's the that's the issue. Yeah. But, yeah. You can I, find a VCR that works these days. Yeah, no kidding, right? But, uh, yeah, go check out the website. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get a lot of stuff out there. I'm trying to make sure that everyone also gets accounted for. And, uh, you know, maybe... Uh, if you are a long-time listener, you've been on the show, maybe I, I'll, uh, I'm thinking about putting in a section for all you uh, lovely siblings who've been supportive over the years and try to get people to come see your stuff, too. I think that would be fun. Mm-hmm. You know, that way it's not just us. It's, uh, it's all about you, too, because you've been so gracious and loving and supportive. I really have. Appreciate you. And I guess um, I'll go ahead and say... I don't have a specific date, but I guess we'll go ahead and lay it out mid-October, maybe. Uh, I'll go ahead and say sometime in October, episode three of Super Mega Crash Adventures will post. Uh, Thank you all so much for watching, too. It's been yeah, no, odd. Episode, <laughs> episode two got a lot of love, and I don't know where it came from. I don't understand YouTube. I don't either. either. So because it's dropped too, yeah, like considerably. So I'm wondering, I don't know if just like people who might have watched it more than once, maybe the algorithm caught up and was like, okay, well, here's like who legitimately individually different people. I don't know how it works at all. I was actually scared we were getting like botted or something because I've never had anything we've created get more than like a couple of things. So when I saw it go over 100, 200, 1000, 2000, I'm like, I don't understand. Something's not right. Like, what? I couldn't believe people were just, like, enjoying it. I was like, nope, something, someone's swatted, or it's not swatted, I spotted us. Well, what was interesting about it is I probably would have thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. But we're sitting, like, at one, before the excitement died down, we were looking right. like we were over, like, 7,000 we views were. for yeah. episode two. Yeah. Now it's come down to, like, what, five, nine, something like that. Something like that. This is why I don't understand. I know YouTube. But what what I've been most surprised by were the likes. Like yeah, even even episode one got somewhere over two thousand, which again surprises me. But like right. fourteen likes. This somehow got like two hundred and seventy seven just out of the blue as all this was going through. And I'm we like, we really what is need going to on? research all that more. We should know these things. I'm just saying, like. We need but to it's, be a boomers and just, like, learn algorithms and, like, how stuff works. Because, like, I mean, something worked there and we just don't know what. <laughs> but what was most bizarre about it is not one of my videos has ever had that much love with, you know, the like button. Because you hear all the time, hit the like button, hit the like button. <coughs> even <coughs> Even some of my other non-original videos have likes. But they also have a great number of dislikes to go with it. So the percentage is always off. This is now right. the most liked video I have. And its percentage is 100%. That's it's insane. So and I'm not saying go out it. and dislike it, damn it. Don't. Yeah, please don't. Like, Let we'll me have this. picture now so we can live in this moment anyway. But yeah. yeah. Let me have this because this is like one of the ones that I'm most proud of. And it's probably one of my favorite things. Don't take mm-hmm. that away from me. Please. <laughs> Let me have well, this one them. thing. Damn it. If they start doing it, just don't read it. Well, We don't have to consume everyone's opinion about our stuff. 
No, I'm just waiting. If it's a legitimate like criticism that was like, oh, okay. But if it's like just to trash it, we don't have to let that into our brain. No, like you could have just turned it off and moved on with your life. You know. I agree. No, no, I'm. I don't intend to listen to any hatred or mm-hmm. viciousness. Like just for the sake of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I'm proud of that episode and where That's it wound it up, be. and mm-hmm. I just want more people to watch it. I want it Go to succeed. You. Yeah. I want that show to become more than it is and I can't it can't be with me in the situation that I'm at. You know? Right. Well, it's difficult. So hopefully stop we'll get having there. a life. I know. Damn I mean, me for doing so. I'm telling you, that's been the issue this whole time. Selfish people and what? not giving me free money. I know. I mean, maybe one day. Maybe we'll one. keep fighting for it. <laughs> So, hey, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I had a couple of things. One we'll kind of talk about a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, okay, so I think most people probably realize by now that I can get sucked into, like, really what seems on its face boring, dull, niche games. So, as I was doing some research for the pod, of course, like, what's going on this week or whatever, mm-hmm. I came across this article for this game called Gas Station Simulator. I did the same thing. I rolled my eyes at first. I'm like, why? Like, why? You know? So I read through it and then I was like, all right, let's see. Cause it kind of looks like, um, shoot. What's the name? It, it, that, that home decorator one. There's like one where you actually can like rebuild or uh, renovate the home. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it's called. Words. Anyway. But yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. So it looks kind of like that. Um, so I ended up going, well, I'll just play it for a little bit and see. Mm-hmm. And then like at 12:30 this morning, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? I'm still playing this damn thing. It's oddly like addicting. I get it. Like I it's I I can't make it sound exciting. I'm literally just rebuilding a gas station. <laughs> Okay. That I mean, that is what I'm doing. And then there is a kid who wants to come around and keep graffitiing my walls, little asshole. And the only way you can get rid of him is throw stuff at him, which I do find kind of hilarious. So I'm just taking like large tires and just like pelting it at his head. And he just kind of like, and the rest of the other side starts again. I'm like, no, jerk, go away. I just painted this. But yeah, so, so far, so far I have got the outside painted. Okay. I have the inside painted and cleaned up. I now have four shelves for people to buy snacks and stuff and gas. It's okay. Yeah. So you got a nice yeah. little gas station there. It's starting. I mean, now they're wanting me to do something with the warehouse out back. So, I mean, that's a lot, there's still a lot to okay. do. Uh, that was so I could get deliveries. Because ah. I was running out of chips. And I kept clicking on my shelf going, well, I don't know how to refill this. <laughs> like, I'm, how do I put more snacks there? Yeah. I mean, you got to have chips <laughs> at a gas station. Right? Chips and drinks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, I have a lot of dead space right now because, I mean, well, we're de- learning as we go. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. I'm here for it. I'll probably play some more tonight. I just got really mesmerized in with just, oh, cleaning and then the painting and setting of the thing. And then looking around like, oh, look at all the stuff I should be doing in my real life and cleaning. And I won't. <laughs> but here it's fun. Yeah. Um, so I think I finally cleaned out the warehouse and could get some more chips and I restocked. Nice. But the problem is, um, and I don't know if this is a bug, but like I noticed someone knocked some cookies off the shelf 
jerks, right? Of course, they didn't do anything about it like customers normally would. Um, I don't know how to put it back on the shelf. Like, I pick it up, and there's, like, an invisible wall in the shelf, and then they just (laughs) drop again. And I'm like, but how do I? Just check it outside. (laughs) You know what? Now that I'm just talking about it, I wonder if I could get it in my inventory. Well, that might be something I'll have to check later. But, like, I pick it up, and then I try throwing it into it, and it would just, like, hit this invisible wall. So I have, like, three bags of cookies on the floor right now that I'm like, but that's profit. I've got to figure out how to get it back on the shelf. And nobody's picking them up to buy them. Yes. So I'm wondering if I just lost three bags of cookie profit. That's like 20 bucks, man. That sucks. I only have like $200 right now. Yeah, I don't want to lose I, 20 bucks. I bought paint and stuff, you know? So like, well, I didn't buy the paint. The paint was free. But I had to buy like the shelves and the gas. Mm-hmm. I have to keep having gas, you know? Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> That's what I did. And it was so silly that I thought I would only check it out for like, I don't know, a half hour, 45 minutes. And then like three hours later, I'm like, okay, well, I'll probably keep playing this for a while. And then they're going to have one called uh, a restaurant one too. So here I am probably following all these games that are do the same thing. Nice. I don't know what my problem is, but it was oddly relaxing. So uh, there you go. I only have one gas pump and now I have a parking spot. Wonderful. No. I figured out how to use a little excavator. Took a while. <laughs> Couldn't get the sand out of the spot. And then it would overheat and run out of gas. And I'm like, dear Lord, isn't this why I'm supposed to be able to have employees? I guess I'll eventually unlock them. I see the tab, but it's grayed out. I'm like, I could use some help, man. Hmm. I got to go pump their gas and clean my floors and restock. And I'm doing the cash register, mind you. Yeah. Boop. They do actually have the purveyor, and then you take it, and you bloop, and put it in the basket, bloop, put it in the basket. And some of them are buying, like, 20 things. Like, why are you coming to the gas station buying, like, 20 bottles of soda? It's convenient. Is it, though? (laughs) You spent $50. That's the Uh, idea, though, isn't it? It's a convenience mark. It's like, it's it's why it's so expensive here, because it's convenient. (laughs) True. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I just kept making it go faster and like blue, but then I'd see 20 items. I'm like, it's a gas station. What do you mean 20 <laughs> items? Jesus Christ, people. Potheads. I'm in the middle of nowhere. It's like, it's like whole the story. I'm like in this middle of nowhere desert, running this gas station for my uncle, who I don't understand yet, but wants me to pay his debts. We're going to have to get into what? that. Yeah. yeah like, no. apparently I got to like pay him for this. So I may not know the story completely yet, you know, because mm-hmm. I have been just literally putzing around with cleaning stuff and getting everything arranged. But yeah, like he calls my pay phone in the front and I got to go answer it. And he's all like, oh, yeah, you know, you got this loan. It was like five thousand dollars. I'm like, how am I? I have like 200 bucks right now. And uh, and then some dude came and beat me up for the money. <laughs> I didn't have it. So then the uncle calls me like, okay, maybe we need to chat about this. I'm like, maybe let me know what's going on. Here I thought I just had a gas station. And now I have this and I get beat up Yay. by some big dude. Like, come on, uncle, what's up? But um, so outside of what we'll talk about at the end, that's all I really had the, the energy for this week to sit at the computer any longer. <laughs> all right. <coughs> but how about you? Did you run a gas station or a restaurant or a quarter mm. store? No, I was uh, continuing, continuing to uh, party in hell, and uh, after party. Oh, nice! Yeah, I finished. Yeah. I finished it, but I didn't finish it in the way that I wanted to. And I don't know how you did. Uh, didn't you play it? I did. Yeah, I I said to hell with Satan, 
um, because the glass stacking pissed me off. Yeah. Because I would do so well, and then we'd get right here, and then suddenly, bloop, and it was like, damn it, bloop, and it would just, I was like, Jesus Christ, I can't do this, and I did it so many times to the point where I was like, you know what, fuck it, I don't want to play this game anymore. I'll stay here. <laughs> you win, Satan. Yeah, I win. You win. <laughs> so... That's what I, and as soon as I got done, I was like, I, I guess this is where I'm ending this game. And I know you can play through it again and do different endings. Yeah, I didn't do a second one. Yeah. But. I might do it at some point if I feel up to it, but yeah, that, that glass stacking game just pissed me off to where I was like, I'm done. Even beer pong kind of got under my skin for a little bit. Cause like, if you have to drink a couple times, you're like almost instantaneously hammered. Yeah. So it's like, you're trying to see, you know, when they have the lines fuzzy to give mm. you the feeling that you're drunk. And I'm tr- I was like, but the, I can't even tell where the line is. And, and even the, like the physics, what, beer man, let's go. Come on. Suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> you're that drunk already. But even the physics in the beer pong, like you lining it up and you're kind of looking at it saying, yeah, that looks fine. And then you throw and you undershoot. Or you overshoot, and I'm like, damn it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I see the arch here. What the hell's going on? But I guess we have to realize, like, with the devil play fair. Nah. So I true. guess we could explain it away that way. Like, mm. But it was so beautiful. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun game. And, yeah. um, again, more dialogue-heavy, not really action-oriented, mm-hmm. but still. Very story-driven. It, it yeah. was a fun little like, experiment and mm-hmm. adventure so i, I, I thought it was it. cute and i thought it was humorous mm-hmm. and for a one time through it entertained me so yeah uh after i got done with that i moved on to one that i had purchased on sale and i know we talked about uh looking into this so i thought what mm-hmm. the hell I'll, I'll get it and look into it was oxen free and i'm having having trouble staying engaged with it yeah because i tried this it's like after party but not quite like after party it's very story heavy mm-hmm. so all i'm really doing is walking and listening to conversations and then there will be uh, an occasional uh scene where i have to adjust a radio and and make something happen to move on to the next area but it's just i'm not saying it's not intriguing but i guess i'm just not in the mood for walking and talking you need a little more action yeah i'm just yeah that's fair i mean so i'm just i've been kind of playing it in spurts so i'll play Mm -hmm. it for a little bit and i'm like all right well i'm done playing this and then i'll do something else come back to it play it a little bit more so i don't know how far into the game i am like story wise Mm -hmm. i know it's probably not all that long maybe four to six hours possibly I would imagine. But again, for... That seems right. Because it's the same dev team, yeah? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it... I don't I don't want to knock it. I, I, I mean, it's it's not like it's not engaging. Well, I think but again, it's easy for you to be... Like, it's just not... You're not the audience for it, necessarily. You might enjoy the story, but you just enjoy more interaction with your games. That's mm-hmm. fair to me. And, and because of that, I was trying uh-huh. to find something a little bit more engaging. I know I still have... Uh, Returnal, which I just, uh, that's another one. I don't i don't think I'm going back to that. I think uh, yeah, it, I was going to say, I thought you beat it for some reason. No, Maybe it's just because it's been a while. I got to a certain point and then I was just like, eh, I just, I, I'm, my mentality is just, I'm not in the mood for that. Like okay, this, yeah. this kind of brutal difficulty where it's like, huh, you got to restart everything. 
Right. Just, I'm not in. Like, I'm good on that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not in the right mind space or head space for that. I like a challenge, but not to the point where it's just like, yeah, everything you've done, we're going to piss all over that. And you're going to start over from scratch. All over. Yeah. So I'm probably not going to go back to that. Uh, I know I still have Resident Evil Village to play, but I just wasn't in the mood for that. So mm. I was trying to find something, and I settled on Star Wars Squadrons. Squadrons. I don't know why. Squ- Squadrons? Squadrons. 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 And, uh, I mean, what I played of it, it was it was enough to kind of give me some action where I needed it in the moment, because uh, uh-huh. you're just practical. It's kind of like some of the other Starfighter games, except you're in the cockpit, which... I don't prefer, but mm-hmm. it works, I guess. Okay. I just, I feel like I'm blind, you know, when I'm in the cockpit and they're like, hey, look Is at it this. first person? Yeah. It's that, yeah. you know, first person. Like Rogue, I think Rogue Squadron, which came out on the 64 and stuff like that. Like that was my jam. That mm-hmm. and it even came out on the GameCube, the sequel did, because they had the third person and then you just... I love that version of this type of game. And I think that's what they're trying to do here is mm-hmm. Rogue Squadron redone, but EA is behind it this time and they're putting their own damn spin on it. And of course, yeah. they got their story mode and that's what I was kind of engaging with. And what was funny, one little story I'll, I'll say about this is I would played it and I was like, all right, well, I think I'm done for the night. And I was just looking for a stopping point. And then mm-hmm. wherever I was in the story, the story just kept going. And I was like, I really would like to stop now. And then the story just, this cutscene just kept going. I was like, damn it. I just want to pause the game and stop now. Will you stop? And they the, should allow us to pause whenever. Yeah. Because. I mean, really and truly without having to skip a cinematic or something. Like, and that just, was the option that kept showing up was skip. And yeah. I was like, I don't want to skip. I do want to see this, but I, I'm, I'm done. I want to see it later. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I had to go to the bathroom at that moment in time, and it just getting... I was like, I'm about to yeah, just turn sometimes this... sometimes that's got to happen now. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't wait for this. <laughs> I can't wait 20 minutes, man. But uh, I also played something else, but uh, we'll talk about that later as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Look a, at us yeah. being all mysterious and stuff. I don't know. But people... you probably already saw the thumbnail. Yeah. And so they did. It is what it is. Probably read the tweet. That's why you're here. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, news. News. What do we got? There's a there's a little. Mm. I'll be honest. Nothing was that interesting to me this week, which is totally the bar for what I write about. So <laughs> as you all know. Uh, but now Sony always feels to keep poking back in and out of the news here um, mm-hmm. for a couple of reasons this week, at least. Um, and if you all were wondering, no, I didn't get mine. My PlayStation 5. This is why I didn't want to get all excited yet. I knew something was probably going to go wrong. And I got the good old email from Walmart the day it was supposed to be delivered. Like, hey, it's going to be delayed. So, which brings me to some articles that I kind of stumbled upon. And I'm wondering if other people experienced this same thing. Because I didn't look into it. I was excited. Found a unit. Who would have thought anything different, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently Walmart might actually be just selling units they don't actually currently physically have in the moment. Um, so because why in the hell would it take two weeks to get to my house anyway? Right. For the day of for them to say it's delayed. Like, what's the issue? Um, so I don't know for a fact 100% that's the case. 
But now that I've gone through some articles now dating back since like March, where people were expressing on Reddit or Kotaku or other little articles talking about how people who would order in March wouldn't be getting it till late April. And then so on the curse for each month when they'd have a stock drop, it kind of seems like it might be the case. Because there's no reason in the world for shipping to take two weeks these days anymore. It's just not. So when I got the message on the 17th saying it's delayed, I kind of feel like they didn't have my PS5 to actually send to me or else it could have just made it there. So just something to keep in mind. I did reach out to them just to be like, can you give me any kind of update? Because I wanted to see if they'd admit like when it was going to come out. Am I going to get any kind of update or whatever? And uh, very helpful, of course. I might get an email about the update soon oh that was what i found out hmm. uh so we'll see i'm gonna give them till next weekend <laughs> before i start you know going um so what are you gonna do for me for selling me something you didn't have i'm not usually that person but for crying out loud in this day and age don't sell things you don't have yeah this is a i lot don't of- care if you are walmart <laughs> that's a lot of money <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they've only done the like dollar ping or whatever. So it's like that, that keeping it in there or whatever. So they haven't actually charged me. But regardless, there's no reason why I shouldn't have had my system on the 17th outside of maybe you just didn't have it either. So um, it looked like they might have still been fulfilling orders from the previous drop because I ordered on the 25th of August. So I think the people who ordered like two weeks before that were just now getting there. So like I said, I'll give it another week before I'm not going to be rude to the person who answered the phone because I know it's not their fault. No. But like, but it's, what can we do here? Because like, clearly there's an issue on your end if I'm not getting my system that I ordered three weeks ago. Yeah, it's kind of garbage business practice. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you got in. Like the mm-hmm. getting, and I was harassed with your entire system. By the way, the whole push into hold, push to hold, push to hold, push to hold. Yeah, and that whole system <laughs> right there—that's uh, that's already a challenge enough. Like you're going through all these hoops, and then now it's just like, oh well, that was a golden ticket to get one eventually. Yeah. Once we have stock, baby, mm. we've got your name. We've got your name. Uh, so I guess I, my my point of this was just like if you're buying it from Walmart, keep that in mind. Yeah. That you may not get it when they say, um, but I'd still rather do that way than reward a scalper. Yep. So if I get it, I get it. If I have to wait longer and cancel this one, then it is what it is, but I'm not going to reward bad behavior. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> man, I need a water or something today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so speaking of that, with the article that you shared me, it sounds like we all need to spell one out for our fellow scalpers. They're not doing as well as they used to. I know. I know. I was like, I wanted to be sad, but the schadenfreude was too good. Mm-hmm. Um, so Forbes apparently reported that the PS5 resellers aren't having the payday they once had and uh, apparently are trying to get sympathy from us. Was the call made? I don't know. Like earlier, like what, a year ago? And they were like, mm-hmm. we're just business people, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, again. You are not. <laughs> trying to get the wrong people's sympathy here because um, we're the ones trying to get it. And we hate you because we can't because of you. Uh, anyway, but again, <laughs> eBay and StockX are reporting lowest profit margins, apparently, even though it's still above MSRP. We're looking at like seven, eight hundred bucks or six and seven hundred respectively instead of the, you know, three ninety nine, four ninety nine. dollars mm-hmm. uh, But it's not like a thousand like it was. Um, so I guess it looks like people might just be finally getting the picture to be patient or 
all the people who had that FU money have already bought theirs. So now you're sitting on it and the rest of us are just too poor to pay your asking price. Um, are they getting smart? That's what I'd like to think. Maybe yeah. people are just getting smart and letting them sit on these systems. But this is what I found interesting about the article that you showed me. So, um, as we all might have seen in the news, there's a new SKU model of the PS5 that has been coming out right mm-hmm. over the last like maybe month it's been um which got discovered by a youtuber who had like waited and discovered it was a little lighter than the previous model and was wondering why come to find out it has a smaller heat sink in it which initially did drive concerns for people because um i believe on this youtube channel uh, Austin something, I have it written down, Austin Evans mm-hmm. uploaded a video that was showing that the inside of the newer model um, was actually running about two to three degrees Celsius higher than the launch version. So that's a little bit of a concern when you're looking at things being hotter, uh, but it didn't look like there was enough information yet to determine it altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the points the scalper was making was that since they had the older models that they thought that was going to be the selling point for them, right? Because it's like, well, if it's running hotter, you want the older models that's running better. I hate to tell you this, scalpers. I think you might be sitting on the one nobody's going to want. And let me tell you why. Some engineers decided to dig into this, yeah? Um, Apparently, the outside temperature was running two to three degrees Celsius higher because they were finding that it seems like the fans were actually expelling more heat than the original one. So mm. it's actually running a smidge cooler. Um, so let's see if I can actually uh, understand it here. So uh, so Austin was not necessarily wrong. Uh, just kind of the wrong conclusion jumped to early, it seems like. So uh, it was dropping the temps about 11 degrees. Wow. Which is massive. And according to an analysis, the new PS5 and the old one, it does have the same fan. They do run at the same speed. The newer model apparently was a little bit louder, I guess, because of this. Mm-hmm. Not a lot in decibels, but like it, it was still a little louder. Uh, power outputs were basically the same temp-wise, though. The new PS5, which has six heat pipes, same as the launch version, is actually more efficient. Mm-hmm. But it didn't seem to reduce the surface area, which can lead to higher memory temps within about an eight-degree margin of error. So that that could be an area to look at. Okay, not going to lie. So how we originally thought, I think resellers, you might have the bad one now. Oops. Oops. Oops, people. What if you discover they have the old model that's not cooling as well? I I mean, I don't know if you'd want to spend $1,000 on one that's not cooling as well. As opposed to the MSRP for the one that's cooling better. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I'm sorry if I lost you a few more sales. Um, anyway, <laughs> just wanted to say that. Um, I mean, I think we're still just fighting the global chip shortage anyway, regardless. So that's not going to have anything to do with the resellers. But I um, I don't know. That made me smile when I read in the article. They're like, well, we're just going to keep advertising. We have the older model. And I wanted to be like, oh, please do. Yeah, please do. Because I'm starting to see all of the evidence coming out about it. And please, let them know which model you have, please. Yeah. Um, Why, if you were going to update your model, why would you do something to make it less efficient? Like, that just sounds ridiculous. Because if you're going to do that, your price is going to drop because you've made it 
you know, a little bit. Well, I can see why people automatically defaulted on a price saving measure. They're like, oh, it weighs less. They're probably skipping on something because, I mean, they're really not selling these at a profit, right? Hmm. Like, if we're being honest. So I could see how people instantly wanted to default to, oh, it's a smaller heat sink. This is getting great. So Sony's now trying to cut some corners here because of all the madness or whatever. But now there was some method to it. Like I said, we'll keep an eye on that one spot that they were seemed to be a little concerned about with it overheating around where like the memory would by a little bit more within like eight degrees, which is still huge. Even one or two really in those systems can mean a lot, but um, not enough that it's going to crash the whole thing down. But, uh, yeah, I'm just saying, Scalper's got the bad versions right now, guys, I guess (laughs) is what I should tell you. Anyway, (laughs) but they did have an update this week for those of you. So, like, you got look look like little UI tweaks. I think what they said September 15th, PlayStation got a little update for uh, 3D audio support for your built-in speakers. Now that M2 SSD storage is available to use. Again, I still encourage you to please look up the PlayStation video and all of that on how to take the unit apart, which memory cards you need because they are, or storage, I'm sorry, um, because they are telling you it's very specific which one. Mm-hmm. So please just do your research is all I'm saying for you might accidentally brick your own machine and Sony themselves has put out a four minute long video guiding you through how to take it apart properly where the slot is and all this kind of stuff so i recommend it you might already be a god with tech and know it but if you're like me and who dabbles with it and just want to make sure that you're not screwing up your machine watch it and make sure you've got the right storage is all i would say um because it does seem to be a very specific storage that'll be compatible with it and that ain't gonna be cheap either just to let you know because that ssd that they're talking about is also quite expensive so probably another reason you want to pay attention to make sure that you're getting the right one um because that could be a lot of money out the window if you screw all that up Mm -hmm. uh and it also looks like that update uh, looks like PS5 and 4 games now finally have separate slots in the library, which I'll be honest, I didn't realize that they were merging them together. I did. I did <laughs> see that. Uh, like, it was just something that didn't register, but I did notice it was like, oh, yeah, your system updated. And as I was thumbing through games, when I was looking for something, and I was like, oh, yeah, look at that. So it says yeah. PS4, PS5, PS4, PS4. And I was like, oh, cool. Which seems like it would have been a common sense thing to put in right away. But I mean, I don't know how these things go and how you <laughs> decide what's more important to go out right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like PSN players can now choose between 720 and 1080p streaming resolutions if you want. Um, a new trophy tracker tool. I thought you might like that since I you do like to do trophy hunting. Um, and then some other smaller changes, it looks like, for people who use like the remote play apps. Mm-hmm. Um uh, so yeah, it looks like what September 23rd, if you stream the games over remote play, you'll now have the option to use your mobile data instead of your Wi-Fi. If for some reason that's what you would want to do. Um, I feel like people's mobile plans might have more of a cap on their data. I don't know. Everyone does their own thing anymore. The first time I ever heard about home internet, having a data cap blew my mind. I was like, Oh, that's where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe that'll wrap up my Sony news. You got mm-hmm. your update. Careful if you buy from Walmart (laughs) (laughs) and still don't buy from scalpers. Yeah, please don't. I hope they're drowning in it. I do. They deserve. Like I just, in my head, and I know this is not correct, but I just envision of like just this warehouse floor to ceiling of all these units. They just can't move. And I'm like, oh, you might have to sell it for less than MSRP to get rid of it. I'd feel so bad. Anyway. All right, there is a little Activision Blizzard update this week. There mm. was a little bit. I mean, it's not going to sound like 
blatantly different news. Just more of the same huh. that's kind of going on here. But at this point, uh, Activision Blizzard last week, uh, first bit of news, uh, another lawsuit is being filed uh, by the employees of the company to the company uh, for attempting to union bust and intimidate. Yeah. Looks like they're uh, they're officially moving forward with their own lawsuit uh, under the ABK, which is the, the Workers' Alliance that they formed, uh, with the support of the Communication Workers of America Guild, which I had to look up. It's a labor union founded by like newspaper journalists to fight for honesty in journalism and labor practices and things like that. So that's kind of like the division that that does if you were like me and didn't know. Uh, but they are helping them file an unfair labor practice suit with the National Labor Relations Board because of well the aforementioned the union busting and intimidating mm-hmm. uh so the abk sent out a press release accusing activision blizzard of using coercive tactics to attempt to prevent its employees from exercising their rights to stand together and demand a more equitable sustainable and diverse workplace it also says that uh activision blizzard has threatened employees uh told them they cannot discuss wages hours or working conditions with each other uh, maintained an overly broad social media policy as well so i guess if you said anything snarky online that it was just broad enough that they could include it probably Mm -hmm. um allegedly i guess i should say and then both engaged in surveillance and enforced its policy against employees who engaged in protected concerted activity um so an anonymous employee was speaking out to uh, vice that some of the more outspoken employees of the company had recently been told their work performance just seems to be lagging behind all of a sudden and isn't as good as it used to be, um, along with the company just hemorrhaging people, it seems, since this lawsuit began as well. Ah, hmm. uh, yeah. I guess good luck with that then, too, Activision Blizzard. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they did make a new hire, though. We'll oh. see if that does any good. Yeah. yeah uh, they hired former Disney executive Julie Hodges as the new HR boss lady. Because now we're just trying to put window dressing on it. I don't know. I get concerned here only because Julie might be lovely. She might be very well educated. It could turn this ship around. I really don't know. Uh, but Bobby Kotick was very praiseful of her. Why? That's why I get pause. That's the only reason. He seemed to be very excited about her joining the board. And uh, if he's excited, just that part of me goes, hmm, hmm. hmm. But I don't know. Hey. I, I don't want to judge this woman because I've really not done any more research on this. No, no, no. <laughs> but um, hashtag burn it all down. It's where I stand right now. I mean, you know, we kind of said as infiltrated as it seemed to be, it almost would have to just kind of start all over and just get rid of everyone who was involved from the get. Uh, But yeah, we'll see how she fares. Uh, Apparently she was the senior vice president of corporate HR and compensation benefits and talent acquisition at the Walt Disney company. Uh, So she's coming in to replace the uh, current CPO, Claudie Naughton. Uh, I don't know. But again, I hate that my brain works like this, but since Bobby Kotick was so, um, happy about it, or at least appeared to be happy about it in the article when he's being interviewed the blah 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 so uh she was with uh disney for 32 years she's very excited of course as everyone is when they join a new workforce um sure and she will work hard for you to feel valued and trusted and engaged in a safe work environment and encourages creativity and innovation in which all employees can thrive so julie i do hope that is the truth i mean let me let me put it to you like this these people deserve better uh two years ago uh, my company that I work for uh, hired a new 
person to come in and, and fix things because things were broken. And, mm-hmm. and she was going to come in and just and just make it all better. And for a moment, for a moment, I, I almost bought into it. And then I watched her burn it all down and oh. destroy the department I work in. And guess what? She's leaving now. She came uh-huh. in, lit a fuse, set off the bomb, and then said, Bounce it out! And she's gone. And yeah, that sounds about now right. I'm sitting there going, what? I mean, like, I hate my job even more than I did. Like, it was tolerable when I was left alone in my little hole. But now, because of her, I'm in a room <laughs> with people. People I don't want to be around. Some people I do want to be around, but other people I sure. don't want to be around. And I just, I, ha- I don't look yeah. forward to going. Who does look forward to going this to This is work, why but. it's like. I know people say, like, lie on your interview, you'll learn later. Maybe just, like, legit know a few things Yeah. before you're hired and then come in because you'll be found out. And then I guess you get to leave while everyone else picks up the pieces. So I guess win-win for the individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but we'll just see how that shakes out. I do truly hope that her mission statement is the truth and she'll work for that. And we'll just have to wait and see what time tells, really. Uh <clears throat> Who knows if all of this is just stuff to make us think things are starting to move around, too. But it looks like the employees are brave enough to be coming out to the news outlet. So uh, keep your shit together. I yeah. They're going to just keep exposing all of it at this point. They're fed up with your garbage, people. Mm-hmm. Um, quick hits. We have quick a few. Hits. Yeah. See, there wasn't that much news this week that really I was like, interesting. I'm telling you. I'm like, yeah, we could talk about some of these other ones. Nintendo Switch got a Bluetooth update. I hope y'all are excited. It broke some people's devices, but it's okay. (laughs) Didn't like break, I know. (laughs) But still, come on. It was having a little bit of issues for some people they were reporting. So it's like, hey, yay, we finally have Bluetooth audio. You can have a hands-free headset. Sounds glorious and lovely. Um, Some people's headsets weren't compatible. Um, Some people were finding the firmware update, which is 13.0. If you're looking, I don't know if you're the type that like screw this and can backtrack out of an update. Um, But there you go. Uh, Prior to that. uh, So, but I guess like it includes the Joy-Con as a Bluetooth thing, too. Mm-hmm. So if you were playing with the Joy-Cons in a headset, you can't play with a third person the way I made it sound. So you'd have to, like, decide if you want your Bluetooth controllers. It doesn't sound like you can have, like, all the devices at once. Right. Yet. Yet. Well. I'm sh- they, they might look into why. I don't. Yeah. Uh, but it supports up to 10 saved Bluetooth pairings, according to the the notes. So I'm, I'm not sure why that conflict is happening, but I don't create tech. Um, yeah, I don't know. So just like <laughs> I saw somebody said, if you like hard shut down the, the switch, like legit turn it off, not just the sleep mode and let it sit for a little bit and turn it back on mm-hmm. that they found um, it was connecting better and they were having fine, but. Uh, some of them were even saying it's a little bit of a lag hmm. to it. I don't know. So those of you who thought you were getting rid of your USB dongle, like maybe wait a minute. I don't know. <laughs> don't throw it away just yet. Uh, but hey, there it is. And hopefully it's working for you. So if you're having one of those issues, like start it, like what they say, run a power circuit, mm-hmm. turn it off, turn it on again. Um, and then if you want to play with people, maybe use the pro style gamepad for one as well. And then, you know, so there's workarounds. Sure. There's workarounds. I know you shouldn't have to use the workarounds, but it's 
I don't know. It's a <laughs> convenience thing. So I feel like it's weird to just complain about a free thing you didn't know you were getting that you got. And then now it doesn't work the way you like. I always feel like it's like those people stop. You didn't know it was coming. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. Shh. Uh, let's see here. I thought you might think this is fun. People who are playing uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Get a new skin. Yeah. Mega Bandon's Eleven's canine companion. You get a Palamute armor that you can put on mm-hmm. your Palamute. Um, turns them into Mega Man's Rush. Yeah. And it's kind of cute. You get some special moves. Uh, look like they could sprint while they were riding in the air. I don't know. The dog levitates with like his hind legs. Yeah. Go in. It was, I don't know. I Like their little propelled engines when he was flying, like his back mm-hmm. legs would. I don't know. Uh... I thought it was cute. So if you're into that sort of thing, September 24th for that drop, you can turn your Palamute into Rush. I mean, if I played this version of the game, I probably would have been more excited. Like, I was yeah. excited when they did the Mega Man crossover with uh, <laughs> Monster Hunter World. So, yeah, I would be all into this, but I have not played it. Not that I don't want to. It's just playing that game on the Switch feels like... Is it hard, harder to do, I imagine? I don't like the teeny-weeny little controllers. Oh, yeah. I finally got the regular size, big boy. Yeah. I mean, I still... I, I, I play... When I do play, I use, like, the... Um, I guess it's a GameCube Game Pro controller. Oh, you thing. got one of those? Oh, yeah. that's fine. I would like the actual Pro controller. It looks yeah. more like an Xbox controller or whatever, but... Yeah. It's just... I, it's convenient. I've got it, and it's like, well whatever i don't blame you yeah it's like i really don't play it enough to want to pump that much money into it not knocking the system i just i don't know we all got a lot of stuff to do yeah (laughs) uh and if you're interested thq nordic had their 10th anniversary digital showcase last week uh showed us some destroy all humans 2 uh reprobed sorry Mm. gotta finish Mm. the entire title uh superpower 3 Alex, which I know some people are excited about. Um, I'm not. It's not for me, but no. it looks gorgeous, and I could understand. I could see why people are kind of drawn to it because there is a unique element there. Yeah, um, and then. <laughs> I thought it was funny the way they just ended the entire events, like assumed all super serious uh, to reveal SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> cosmic shake to it. <laughs> I have to admit, it made me laugh. And that was like the big finale rounding it all up, all feeling serious and shit. Uh, but they did leave us a message saying 42 games are currently in development. 28 that are still not even announced. So they're trying to hook us in like, ooh, ooh. lots of games coming. Mm. Lots of them. I mean, I'll keep an eye out. We'll see. Sure. You know, if they look good. I'm sure we'll talk about it. But if you want to go see their 10th anniversary digital showcase, they just put it up. It's on their channel. They did mm-hmm. introduce more games than that, but I just thought it'd be like, hey, 30 games, supposedly. All right. All right. It'll be okay. leaked in the next day. Thanks for saying that. Sure. Uh, hey, Leon Kennedy from uh, Resident Evil is now a Rainbow Six Siege skin. There you go. Woo. This week was super interesting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then the last thing I'm going to mention, because if you're an FMV fan like me, like you should be, mm-hmm. in my opinion, uh, Wales Interactive. And Good Gate Media added again. They got ones caught my eye called Bloodshore. It's an interactive movie. It looks like a battle royale between just different types of content creators. Like if you're a streamer or YouTuber or whatever, uh, drop them on an island and go. And I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, it so it says November right now. So okay. soon, just we don't know which day in November, but I want it. Yeah. 
And hey, maybe, want we'll, it. maybe we'll talk about that when it comes out. You know, that's a thing that Give could happen it. too. That is a thing that could happen. Mm-hmm. I do. I keep an open mind. You never know. Uh, but yeah, that was all all of my little quick. It's what you got before we. I did. Um, there was one thing, <laughs> and whether or not it's big news, but it'll kind of piggyback off of the Nintendo <laughs> Switch news. They, I saw mm-hmm. a headline the other day that said this week, uh, I think they're going to be doing a new direct talking about the last DLC for smash brothers. I th- I'm almost positive. I read that. Oh yeah. Super smash brothers. Ultimate DLC fighter will be revealed. At least yeah. that's the first one that showed up. So if you're looking forward to that sometime this week, yeah. Do they have a date? Does it say that's a date? what I was looking for. How would I have not seen this? Mm-hmm. Well, it just came either. across somewhere my... in September or early October is what it looks like right now is what it's saying. Okay. So I'm guessing Either next week or the next couple weeks, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they're saying late September, early October. Well, in, in any case, I just I yeah. saw it late last night and I was like, okay, cool. I'll just I'll put there that and follow that away. But that's Another all I could. To look out for. That's all I had. Excellent. Well, it looks like we kind of like sort of coded a headliner unbeknownst to me mm-hmm. but this could be interesting let's see i wrote good stuff though I'm, i i wrote i wrote things you we wrote won't things. talk let's i wrote things anyway the artful escape came out mm-hmm. and it was one that had my eye uh just how unique and ridiculous the whole concept seemed and my love for childish tomfoolery yes yes i was here for it so i wrote a review about it Come to find out, Steve might have played it too. So we'll actually get to have like a straight up conversation about it as yes. well. So a different review. Yeah. So let me let me explain how this happened. Yeah. Uh, as you were talking about it, uh, talking about wanting to do a review about this, I started doing some digging into the game. Uh, and it was really starting to catch my eye. I was like, this looks kind of interesting. And I wasn't yeah. sure what it was. And I didn't really dig too deep but you know i was kind of digging what i was seeing as far as the art style was concerned Mm -hmm. which if you're going to be called the artful escape you you better be uh you're hanging your hat on it right there yeah yeah but i decided to go out on a limb and i reached out to the developers and invited them onto the show now I got a response from Jules Engel, who I don't know, like, what his involvement is uh, specifically. I I tried looking it up credit-wise, but... uh, Might be community management of some sort as well, too, yeah. But anyway... still still counts. Yeah. I'm not trying to take away any title for them people. Uh, But uh, I was given the... You know, post-launch, we're, we're looking to spend time with family and, and relax. And I understand that. I, I knew that, oh, yeah. you know, it was a long shot. But uh, right. I tried. But they said, if you want a code, you know, hey, we'll give you a code. there you go. And I thought, okay. And I, I, you know what? I Honestly, whether or not they're listening to this, I kind of hope they are just because <laughs> they understand. I was very, very close to saying no. Not because I was trying to be rude, like, I don't want your stupid game. It was just like, I don't want to take away from you, you know, Yeah, like, profits. you weren't after something free. No. You were, I, like, legitimately interested in these humans and wanted right. to chat. Yeah. Like, yeah. you you pay, you know, like, you got it. 
uh, and and I was like, you know, if it's good enough, you know, I want to go get it. And yeah. so I really debated on this, and I was like, I don't want to take away from them. They're an indie developer's first game. I don't want to take away from their pocketbook. So if I could donate to them, I would because... Well, would they give you a Steam key? They did. You go hop onto Windows and buy it there or something. You know, you could just buy it on a different uh, platform. I, I was actually hoping that it, that is actually one thing is if it does come to another platform like PlayStation 4 or 5. Sure. I don't know why I went back to 4. Jesus. Just habit. Habit. But yeah. if it did uh, wind up there, I'll definitely buy it to give them my money for something because I, I told them it was incredibly generous uh, and I appreciated it and told them that the invitation was open. Should they ever want to change their mind? That would be very interesting. Because after playing this game, I'm so eager to talk to them. Because as I mentioned earlier, playing Oxenfree, which was something a bit more narrative, you know, it just, I couldn't get into it. This, I got sucked into immediately and got even more sucked into it the more I played. Yeah. So I stayed up late last night finishing this game because <laughs> I wanted to finish it. That's what I did Friday. Yeah. I stayed up, made sure I did it almost in one go. Yeah, it was. I, I feel like I did the intro like the weekend before, maybe, and then long week, long week, and then Friday I was like, no, and I just I kept going until it was over, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I I started it uh, yesterday morning. And I didn't sit down and play it all at once, but it was just like, Mm. as soon as I got started, it was there in my head going, let's go back to, let's go back to that game. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Another hour or so. Yeah. Yeah. So as you could probably tell, this game's a little something else. Mm -hmm. It is a little something else. It kind of gives off. I don't know about you. Like if Bill and Ted and Jimi Hendrix had a love baby um, while tripping on LSD, (laughs) I was totally there for it. Like um, I've heard some really great descriptions from people, uh, but yeah, yeah. Mm. Keep in your head, Bill and Ted. I feel like there's got to be some. (laughs) Your your name, when they say your name, that was exactly. That's what I thought. That's what I had that written down. Exactly. Uh, But, all right. So, as we were already saying, this game's very narrative-driven, right? Psychedelic, visually stunning. uh, As you're just kind of running through these amazingly creative backgrounds, as you just shred on your guitar, platforming through just gorgeous set pieces. Uh, But what is it? Well, it is a story of Francis Vendetti, who's voiced by Michael Johnston, uh, the nephew of the town of Calypso's own famous folk singer, Johnny Vendetti, who is a generational folk rock icon. You got to understand this town's in love with this guy. He made him come up, right? Think Bob Dylan. And you know, like did, the sound. He did look like Bob Dylan. Like if you saw the bit. pictures, th- there was yeah, very Yeah, in Bob- the posters. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it's like, I feel like it did a very good job of what it was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and just go along for this ride. Um, so, so Johnny Vendetti, he's a legend, but it was gone too soon, of course. So upon the start of the game, we were taken through some beautiful scenery as we land on the protagonist sitting on a bench at the cliff's edge playing his guitar. Um, and your very first prompt 
is to strum a folk ballad about the toil of a miner's life. Hold shift or X, I guess, whatever. Mm. I was playing it on PC. Um, and then so you hold shift and you let them strum for a little bit, you know, and they do these things. And then the tone's a little different on the second one. I'm sure you could tell, right? Mm-hmm. Because, and I, and I definitely intentional, like his heart and his passion's not necessarily in this style. Um, so you could kind of feel it in the way he was strumming on the second time, right? Um, but you get to meet Violetta in this same little scene who I totally <laughs> dug her character so much. Uh, voiced by uh, Carolyn Kinney. Um, through this dialogue, we're told of a performance Francis is to give in his hometown of Calypso tomorrow as he is basically the reincarnated Johnny, right? And his performance is going to be the genius live show for the townsfolk that they've been missing since Johnny's passing. So all of this is just put on Francis. You are now Johnny, basically. You're going to rock it like him. You're going to bring money to the town. This is what you're going to do. Um, so as you're having this dialogue with Violetta, she's listening to his jam session. You know, she was she was hearing it. And unbeknownst to him, he had no idea she's eavesdropping. But she happened to see something special in this Francis, you see. Saw something there. And encouraged him to go seek out Lightman's. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's lived in Calypso his whole life. There's no such thing called Lightman's. He's like, you're wrong. This isn't here. We have this dialogue. She leaves. Well, what does he do? We're going to look for Lightman's anyway, right? Right. Duh. <laughs> we got to go see where this place is. Um, so this is kind of the part where you get to explore the town and get a little bit more of a backfeel um, on, on his story. I would take it because you're getting to walk through the towns. You see the posters, you know, of Johnny and how they just lifted him up and really enjoyed it. And you hear the townsfolk kind of talking about how excited they are about like this concert and all this kind of stuff. Um, And just reminisce on, uh, on through as you're listening to his inner dialogue about all of these things going on. Uh, But I really dug the style here, which is where it kind of stood out. I think they call it like hinged movement. Yeah. Like a marionette, Mm -hmm. kind of. I thought it was really cool. (laughs) I don't know. It's not like it's the first time I'd ever seen it. Right. It's just like this other level of added touch to just the whole overall feel of the game that it just worked for me. Uh, But yeah, the activity just kind of lies in the major joints. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it keeps. uh, You you, you siblings understand what I'm saying. So as we go through the town, uh, we learn a little bit more important about the show placing huge pressure on Francis and uh, we see the posters but he's tired he's done he goes home hmm. never could find Lightman's right doesn't exist spent your whole day uh, doing this stuff um, but I guess he didn't have to and just to let you all know in this review here there will be some minor spoilers moving from here on out um, I'm not going to try to spoil the entire thing but there will be minor story stuff if you're the type that's like likes to go in blind love you bye mm-hmm. follow like but you may not want to listen anymore <laughs> and want. and look I'll, I'll even say this I went in practically blind like having mm-hmm. no idea what I was in for and I don't want to discourage anyone from listening forward sure but I get but it. that also kind of gave me some sort of thrill because I didn't know what I was in for. Like when I started right. it, I was like, okay, okay, I see what this game is probably going to be. Maybe, maybe a little story. Because again, oxen free. I'm sitting there just playing that, right. and I thought, well, okay, so I'm doing this again. Mm-hmm. And then the story changes, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is not what I was expecting. 
all. Yeah, so it does take a little bit of a turn here where I feel like the rest of my review, it'll have slight little spoilers in it, but nothing that I think is going to take away from the overall feel and definitely not your ending or anything like that. Mm. Uh, but moving forward, as Francis ends his day of searching for Lightman, um, he didn't really need to search too hard. They found him, mm-hmm. right? So this is where it gets super interesting for me because Lightman, we find out, is actually an aging musician wanting Francis to come along with him to shred in the galactic universe. Or as he puts it across the dilated pupils of the cosmos, which I just loved. Um, So with a little back and forth between the characters here, uh, we set off in the spaceship, of course, named the Cosmic Lung, uh, where Lightman is the space rock god captain, promising to have him back in time, of course, for a show the next day. Like, well, we can shred across the entire galaxy and have you home in plenty of time to play some folk music, of course. Uh, So... (laughs) And then, and then from here, I just say buckle in, just buckle in because it's tomfoolery, it's ridiculousness, and I, I don't even know what to say. Like, there's really not a whole lot as far as playing this game. It plays like a platformer, mm-hmm. but more of an experience. Yeah, I feel like more of an experience than a game because, yeah, Journey is the game that it made me think of from PlayStation four yeah like three and yeah, four yeah, yeah. where you're just going not to say it's similar in that regard but it's not a it, walking simulator but yeah. but it's an experience you are doing mm-hmm. things you are trying to get to another point but it's it's not this super difficult platformer no yeah i mean there, there are some you can make a mistake sure but obviously yeah. you can reset and whatever i feel like there's no consequences right though, right right for having made the mistake yeah. and i mean Obviously, that could be said of, of journey in some way, but still, it is the journey. It's the experience mm-hmm. of what you're doing, and that's what makes it so engaging. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was 100% about the feel and the music and all of it colliding into one. Mm. So, yes, you are platforming, and you are, you're you're going to be going right for a while, and you're probably only going to be pressing shift or whatever platform you're playing it on. Uh, to to shred your guitar, mm-hmm. but then the background will come to life. Yeah. Or colors will start to swirl. And if I if you haven't looked at this game, just how gorgeous the colors pop and move through in and of itself is just you you get mesmerized and sucked mm-hmm. into it. And even sometimes where they the the creatures are so interesting that they created in here. Not like you have these big fights or anything but just like there'll be creatures that are floating around in the background of the different galaxies or the different planets or however you want to articulate it as you're going through sometimes if you stay there long enough they'll start jamming with you and it was so Mm -hmm. cute to just kind of see like what a little monsters raise up and just kind of like pretend like they're hitting on some bongos or something i'm like this is just it's an experience y'all yeah i almost wish to see it in vr not to port the controls or anything in vr but right. like in the theater mode. Oh yeah. Because then you can have all of the colors just like completely immersive and a surround sound in your headset. And I almost feel like that would be such a beautiful way to experience it. Absolutely. Um, you know, I don't want you to do VR controls. Let's not complicate all that. <laughs> I mean, I guess it would still be left and right. Like I don't want to be in first person. I just want to mm-hmm. kind of see the surround sound theater mode. Um, but if I understood the cosmic lung correctly, you've got to entertain before they let you go on to the next planet, right? 
Uh, so whatever entertained for them is. Uh, but yeah, you get to go through the little galaxy and you find yourself in these really unique situations as you're just trying to jam yeah. and find your inner persona that you've now decided, you know what? Maybe I don't need to be this full person this whole time. Maybe I can take Violetta's advice and be a persona. So this is where I kind of enjoyed the humor of the game because now I kind of want to know what your person's character was. Okay. <clears throat> Because it's definitely not serious in that way. You can name yourself. And as we were nearing time for me to take on the name that you want to be, you get a few choices as to what to name yourself. Um, and, and, and I mean the title for your choices. You can the give your own name, whatever you want. But the title. Yes. There's so many to go through, by the way. So take your time if you really want to get into the RPG of it. But like you can choose from the incredible or evil or whimsical, among others, you know. So I was the incomparable Inigo Montoya, first (laughs) soloist of the intergalactic transmissions from Galaxram. The planet known for, you know, we just brew milk that transports all consumers to a Manchester dance party in September 1987. Uh Uh-huh. I wish I'd have written mine down, but I think I can remember. Uh, okay, or at least the title. No, I remember some details. I was the adventurous super mega crash. <laughs> I love it. From uh, the cosmic extraordinary, the mm-hmm. leader of the galactic or loud galactic super orchestra or some something okay. like that. And I was like, okay, cool. But yeah, okay, so this is where you can have a little bit of fun with it. And as we were saying earlier, you know, how we really wanted you to remember that Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. So any time from here to forth, once you have given yourself the name and you are being referred to as your name, the character will say the incomparable. And it's this amazing guitar riff that happens every single time. And I loved it. And I loved it. Like she said, the Bill and Ted, when they're sitting there doing their little uh, uh, air yeah, riffs to one another, mm-hmm. that's pretty think much. That. Yeah, think that. Think that. And it's every time. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved it. Um, so anyway, uh, moving through it. I mean, I guess you kind of have boss battles. Let's take let's take yeah. that back, maybe. So really and truly, the star of the game here, as we've already been saying, is the gorgeous scenery, shredding your guitar. It's very much like a platformer, but no real platforming hurdles, challenges, mm-hmm. things like you'll jump, you'll do this, that, or the other uh, to move yourself through. And you can tell this why, again, I feel it was more of an experience because the gameplay itself is quite easy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that i don't think it was meant to be this huge challenge but you move left to right you hold shift or x i would imagine if you're or i don't know whatever controller um to just riff the guitar the entire time you could double jump Mm -hmm. you could jump regularly if you jump and then shred your guitar he does a really amazing like jump in the air and like strum and lights fly all around Mm -hmm. you which you always have to try to time when you're jumping off those big things yeah because the gorgeous scenery in the background for you to just like jam to um, and then I guess uh, when it's time to play a song, uh, this is where you're getting more of like a series of QTEs mm-hmm. to finish through before moving on. So this is where I kind of considered it my boss battles because it would be like the bigger, more interesting creature that would come out that you have to entertain yes. before you can move on. And, uh, and think of also like Simon Says. I feel yeah. like it was almost even set up kind of like Simon Says. Or what you played with the controller. Was it, I would imagine, yeah, set, set up the same pretty way? Pretty much the same way because I had I had started on 
uh, keyboard, like as I was playing. Mm -hmm. And then obviously they were just like, well, it's so much better with a controller. That's what they tell yeah. you. Which, I I'm mean. I'm lied to quite often by devs. I'm just saying, mm -hmm. there's very rarely where your joys, joy pad, whatever. See, I don't even know how to say it. Controller. Yeah. But I also feel like that the controller that I have is kind of, I don't know, it's got some issues because I kept having controller issues. And I, I'm not blaming them. I think it's my controller. Because, like, like if I was trying to move uh, left, sometimes it would stick. Mm -hmm. But then if I used the pad, it would start moving. Again. So I think I've got a, a problem with oh, my yeah, left. might be something in the Joy-Con. And then even my buttons, when it came time to those musical boss mm -hmm. battles, sometimes I thought I was doing everything. And, of course, sometimes my memory would lapse and I'd be like, shit, I forgot what they hit. But Oh, dude. I did that so much. Yeah. But <laughs> at, at times I, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, I hit the button, didn't I? And then, so I don't know. I, I'm not blaming the developers for any kind of shoddiness. I honestly feel like it was my controller. Well, I'll just say I'm awesome at QTEs. And even this broke my brain a couple times. But it's also because it was laid out differently. Because I was using QWEAD. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I'm WASD is my life. That's where my hand naturally rests because it's just what I've done. So when I'm trying to add the three yeah. and I'm having to make my fingers look like this, my brain broke a couple times. I'm not going to lie. And I'm like, oh, my God. My, and I'm like staring at it and I know what to do, but my fingers wouldn't do it. So, again, though, there was no consequences for me having missed several times in a row, which I mean, it is what it is. I don't know if you're the type that would wanted that challenge to make you have to start all over. I'm okay with it personally. Um, but yeah, just till you get it right. Mm -hmm. Keep going. It, 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 if, if it's struggling um, a little bit there, uh, but that might be the only real challenge that I came across and being able for the gameplay is just sometimes it would break my brain when I had to hit three buttons and I was not moving along with it well enough at midnight, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're moving through the galaxy still. And uh, I don't know. To me, I, I feel like that might be about it. Although, if you're a Ryan George fan, did you catch it then? Since you played it, did you catch it? So it was that, yes, I did. I don't know if that's what it's legitimately from, but there is a line, which I caught, that during the end, a creature's very impressed with how you made mm -hmm. it out and giving you all these accolades because the incomparable Inigo Montoya was amazing and just replied, oh, it was barely an inconvenience. I, and I did. And so I screenshot it. So I don't know, Devs, if you're listening, are you a Ryan George fan? Or is this just a really happy coincidence? Because for me in that moment, it just was like, oh, two things I'm now loving together. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so you did catch it. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, so from here, I, I feel like not going into any more story is appropriate. Because this has moved pretty far along. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're the type that's interested in this, I think the rest of it just moving along through as an experience because I tell you, it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. Mm. It's and the music. I, I I will admit the background music with the shredding sometimes kind of screwed with my headspace. Yeah. But if you paid attention, some of it, like when you got to take control of the guitar again, because sometimes I'll admit I forgot what to do. Like I'd be hitting shift if I was moving on like a ship or something, mm. and nothing would happen. So I was like, all right, maybe I'm not supposed to shred right now come to find out it's supposed to be like actually doing the strumming of the guitar um i feel like it catches up yeah. maybe i'm screwing with my own mind 
But like, if I'm just sitting there like hitting QWE, AD, did it, it almost felt like the background music would start to accommodate. Or they did really well in choosing the music choices that it tricks your brain and it worked. Yeah, that definitely <laughs> could be it. Because there was at least one moment where they gave you free reign. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was trying, trying in my, my, peanut little brain to be like i'm i'm doing something awesome i'm i'm hitting this button i'm hitting I'm wailing look at me and the music was sounding pretty good and it was like am i really doing this am i did i did i find right. something you know that's what i thought so i don't know i i'm leading to believe you probably just did genius sound design and then it just would catch up like that because i don't know how in the world you'd even program to know what the hell i'm gonna be pounding on yeah <laughs> for a button but it worked mm-hmm. it worked um, and, and also, did you notice you could turn it up to 11? I did not. Yeah, I, that was another nice little touch. If you go, I'm, I'm one of those. I love going through options and stuff just because I need to futz with everything on how I know I'm going to want to play it instantly. Rarely do I go with the mapping devs give me. So if I have a chance to remap, that's my first place I'm going mm. to. And I always mess with the, the volume too. 11. Nice touch. I did Thank not you. catch that. Oh, my God. That is beautiful. <laughs> so, <clears throat> as you can tell, um, the sound and the backdrop is definitely what is really bringing in the experience mm. here. Along, um, It's just a truly lovely experience now if you're the type that wants way more interaction out of your out of your games and stuff uh, this may not be it for you because you're legit pretty much just moving through and then hitting a couple of buttons to play your guitar or not but it's bringing up just so much liveliness to the background as you're doing these things that i truly feel like it was meant more of just like a sit back and enjoy this freaking acid trip that I had one day because every single scene, my God, yeah. is so drastically different and crazy and out there. And it, but it, I mean, not only is it a feast for the eyes, but the ears as well because it is a love letter to music. I honestly mm-hmm. feel like, yeah, I mean, you have to have those influences and understandings of everything they're doing. Like we mentioned, the the main or the not the main character, but his uncle. Mm-hmm. If you pause the Johnny. game and you get to see his his visage, he he resembles a very young Bob Dylan. So that is clearly that. A, a reference there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll hear different references throughout the game. There was, I don't know if it was a, a store or they had, or had referenced a store, but it was called Plant and Page. You know, I mean. Yeah, you have to read some of that. I feel like I probably missed some. Mm-hmm. I did try to take my time, though. And, like, I would stop and just try to take in the atmosphere because I could tell, especially when you're moving through the town, I'm like, I need to be reading all these because I'm sure I'm missing some just, like, fun little Easter eggs or something in there uh, because there was a lot of care and time taken through these things that I could tell. Um, So, yeah, I mean... It's I don't know. Shout out to Johnny Galvatron, man, directing this this piece. Like this is this was interesting, um, but there was a lesson to learn. So hmm. Believe in yourself, man. For sure. Now believe in yourself. Don't tell me you're gonna like skirt over one of the a few of the more impressive details, like the voice cast. Oh yes, I did start to mention it, but I okay. Again, this might be spoilery because I know. Well. 
When you discover who it is, maybe. I'll just say there is a larger creature that you have to impress before you can get to your mm-hmm. big payday. I don't know how to say it without spoiling or whatever. Um, yeah, Lena Hetty. Yeah. Lena Hetty. Yeah, yeah. Interesting get. Yeah, for sure. In fact, I even saw his name in the credits when you start the game. And for some reason, my brain, when Lightman started to talk, yes, I uh, did not no. correlate Cor- Carl Weathers, even though I saw yes. his name. And I was yes. like, he sounds familiar. I was like, duh, Carl Weathers. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I had to go look on IMDb because like some of them would sound familiar. And I was just like, is this one of those that I can't remember now? Because we've had so many indie games come out mm-hmm. with like larger actors, I guess, you know, in like the movie and TV space coming over into games. And I'm like, is this one that had it too? I can't remember because <laughs> we just had 12 minutes and something else come out that had like these bigger name stars. Uh, Zom, I think was the character's name. The the guy who's yes. like your, oh yeah, that was Jason Schwartzman. And he does, he's, that was kind of like perfect for him, like in his wheelhouse, kind of, the character's a little smarmy, I guess, and he he has that, he can do that in spades any any day. I have to say, though, again, spoilers, I thought we were going to have to, like, battle him. A little bit, yeah. Because did you see? his face like that? Right? I kept waiting. I kept Mm. waiting. I'm like, when are we going to have to prove to him that we are who we say we are? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> just a design choice, I guess, for the entire game. I guess, but it was just like you kept thinking. I kept waiting for that to be the case, but no. But yeah, yeah. So they did definitely get some uh, all stars in the voice cast. It's weird for me though, because like when I hear how well it is, like in my opinion, mm-hmm. it could have been anyone. No, yeah. Like I, 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 I get, I get why you want some of these actors and stuff in there, because um, definitely, probably drew way more eyes mm-hmm. than if it was quote unquote no name voice actor. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess it's, like, why it never really clicks with me as something to look up mm-hmm. unless I, like, ooh, this is a very interesting sound I've never heard before. Sure. Because if they're doing their job, I'm not really thinking about the actor behind it. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously not, but, uh, you know. But I get your point. Yeah, it was, like, it was worth bringing It was interesting. Up. Yeah. I will say, in kind of opposition to that, mm-hmm. I don't know how you felt about this, but I just, I, I was amused by it. There and this isn't spoilerish, uh, in, mm-hmm. or not meant to be anyway. But I think it's on the second world you visit. There is a character that doesn't speak, doesn't speak uh, with a voice, but with music. Right. Yeah. And it's like trumpets, I think it is, or something mm-hmm. to that effect. I was so amused by that. I don't know why, but I loved it so much. Like, there was another character that did something similar to that, but it just wasn't the same. Like, I liked that, the way that just came off. liked off. the sound of yeah, it? Yeah, just... <laughs> oh, 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 the guy at the, uh, kind of, on the ship. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, don't talk to him directly. And then you're like, oh, okay. And then when you find out why, I laughed so hard. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry if we're spoiling this for everyone. No, no, but, no. Oh, my God. There's so many good moments in there that, like... <laughs> we're just... We're, we're giving them reasons to want to go check it out. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, God, I almost forgot about that part mm. for a minute. Now I'm, like, all happy all over again. And I did have to turn it down. Yeah. It was too much. 
much. I think that's when I noticed that actually we went up to 11 because like I felt like I was turning my computer sound down, mm -hmm. but it was not getting lower in my headset. <laughs> so I ended up just having to like use the the actual audio sound mm -hmm. and the game to do it. And then I was at 11 and I was like, does that mean like I'm not allowed to turn it down unless it's off? Cause like, I'll admit some of it was just a little too loud for me. I'm like, no, I need it down a little bit. Oh my God, Al, you know. <laughs> and you know, I need a little bit. I'll, I'll admit this too. And this is something that, not to say that it happens with every indie game, but I, I just want to kind of applaud the developers and the writers and everything for this. They had ample opportunity to be very blatant about a lot of the pop culture references and Easter eggs. Like they oh, could have sure. littered this game with it. But they didn't. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that. Like, everything was very, very subtle. It oh, yeah. It wasn't like... Oh, I'm sure I missed a ton. Yeah, it wasn't in your face. You know, and they're, they're, a lot of them, they, they feel like they have to do that. It's like, hey, you remember that thing? Ha-ha, look, ha look what we're referencing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 I got it. Ha-ha, that's, that's a you great had to joke. keep explaining the joke. Yeah, but like, well. everything here, like like we've already mentioned with, with the musicians, I'm sure there are other musical references oh, that went totally. right over my head right and it it's because i wasn't looking for them and they didn't shove mm -hmm. it in my face and i appreciate that yeah you know so yeah all in all i feel like sounds like we both really dug it no it sounds like we both really dug it i don't really have any complaints about it, 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 it with just letting people know though like it is an experience like it's not meant to be like this huge challenge or anything when you sit down so you know, yeah, just like chill and sit back. And if you're a fan of that style of music or just music and really amazing backdrops, because mm. the artists here did a phenomenal job as well, um, sucking you into it. Yeah, the fact that I got sucked into it the way I did, not sure what I was at, like going into, that to me mm -hmm. is a testament to how good this game is. Because oh, yeah. it is a journey, it is an experience, it is a story driven experience but you're gonna have a fun ride i mm -hmm. promise you if you'll know if this game is for you like probably within the first 30 minutes or so yeah you, that gives you a full run of how it plays yeah you'll know if you're you're willing to go down this this journey uh, and and see how far you go because once you start shredding man mm -hmm. that's when you start to be like okay okay all right i'm, I'm digging this Mm -hmm. If you're if you're not into it at that point, then you know exactly whether or not right. you're into it. And I feel that's fair. Yeah. So wait. It's not going to be for everyone. Wait for that, um, and then and then there you go. And then keep on going. Yeah. So I I, I we've already mentioned. I think we love it. I think we love it. I'm glad I did get a playthrough in. Mm -hmm. um, as far as replayability, I, I mean, I think that would just be on you if you wanted to experience all the bright colors. Maybe choose a different name or something. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine it would really change the scope of the story no. that much. But um, I, I feel like you you've seen the story if you've played it once. Yeah. Personally. Um, and it took me about six-ish or so hours. I know some people like to know um, about how long a game would be. I was probably six to seven-ish hours. Um, I do pause and walk away a lot, so my game time never is correct. But <laughs> I feel like that was about all it took me. Mine, um, just for clarification, was about four hours. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So I did definitely stop and look around a lot and, mm. and jam with my background creatures sometimes because I thought some of them were just cute. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I don't even want to play with that one now. Um, <laughs> 
So all in all, considering I I like it, I like it. Um, you can play it on Game Pass, uh, twenty bucks on uh, Steam. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to play it on the Xboxes, I think they're on there too. I couldn't find anything for PlayStation, but I feel like it was like Xboxes, no. PC. When uh, when um, I got that that email, he had mentioned mm-hmm. PC and Xbox. So mm-hmm. that's why I went with Steam. And right. hey, look at that. Here's another testament to that as well. I spent time on my laptop playing a game. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know? And it runs well. It's not that he's got a garbage laptop. No, he's it's just, just I don't. more of a fan of consoles. Yeah, I, my TV is bigger, and it's where I'm comfortable playing games. And he refuses to take my advice on how to rectify that situation. So it's just how it's going to be, I guess. But I played this. I played every bit of it right here on my my laptop. Yeah. I did take the laptop out there for a while, uh, you know, to my couch, uh-huh. to my seat, and then finished it up in bed later. And I was just like, yeah. Nice. This- well, at least you could take it around, yeah, I guess. Yeah, see? I'm not, there you I'm go. Not- it was more mobile for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, so, yeah, th- there you go. I say go check it out. If you got Game Pass, there's really no reason not to. Um, and then 20 bucks. Yeah. Come on. It's recommended. It's not that bad. I stand Game Pass. You should too. Um, And I don't know. I just felt like it might be nice to end it as Lightman in the Artful Escape had said, just to kind of sum up the game. An artist's job isn't giving people what they want. It's giving them what they never could have even imagined. And that sounds like a nice sum up of the game to Mm -hmm. me. Go check it out. Beautiful. I'm so mad at myself. I thought I wrote down the dev team's name. Uh, Beethoven and Dinosaur. Thank you. I'm like, where did I put it? I must have put it on my first copy. You know, where you just make a bunch of splattery notes Mm -hmm. as you're playing a game. And then when you transfer it to collect it into a cohesive thought. (laughs) I must have forgotten to copy it over. But it was the first time I'd heard of them. Yeah, it was their first game. (laughs) Personally. And and they've they've actually stated that. So check them out. Uh, I, I hope that we have an opportunity to talk to them in the future. Like it I would said, be very cool. I really hope they've heard this, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. like this will be the thing to drag them in or anything oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. No, we're totally bullying you right now. <laughs> but just know <laughs> that I, I really want to talk to somebody about this and, and, and the uh, development because it just... It brought me joy. It's a different beast. It, it really, yeah, I just smiled. Yeah, in a way that I didn't know it was going to do, it was a complete and utter surprise for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad this game showed up on your radar. I'm so glad that I reached out to them to yeah. to just ask for an interview. And I'm so glad I didn't turn down a code. Because I was, right? so, was going to do it. And I was like, nah, okay. Because I didn't want to be rude. But I sure, also didn't no, I get take that. money out of their pocket either. I want right. this game no. to do well. I do too. I think it should. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Check it out. Um, I, mean, I don't really know what more to say about it. No. It's just it was a gorgeous, lovely time. Heaps of praise. And, uh, I want you. I want you all to go check it out, please. Um, but outside of that, I guess that's our show, man. Mm-hmm. That's it. You can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash or send an email to supermegacrash at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us over at Instagram to view the weekly icon art Stephen puts time and love into. You can support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform, even going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions, or even the website pencilpaperproductions.com slash supermegacrash. There you go. See, look at us being pros too. <laughs> or... 
You can tell your friends to find the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network or just search Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts. So thank you so much for listening. I am Lacia Finley. And I am Stephen White. And you could, don't forget, till you join us next time, siblings, you should... Game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.